Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points and talk about how we can apply it in our daily lives. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called The Fear of Knowing What You Want. Do you really know what you want when you think about what you want? Does it excite you? Does it scare you? Are you pursuing what you want? In today's episode, I want to talk about why it is so scary to actually know what you want and why that's a good thing. Marcus Aurelius said, Everything, a horse, a vine, is created for some duty. What task, then, were you created for? A person's true delight is to do the thing that they were made for. So this week, I got an email from a listener who said she was struggling with being in a career that she felt no passion for, but felt like she couldn't leave for practical reasons. And she asked if I could devote some time to this idea. So when I read her email, I really felt strongly about this because as I've been working on putting things together for the Stoic Coffee community, I've been really facing a lot of my own fears and anxieties and doubts about whether or not I can put this together and whether or not it'll succeed. I know it's going to take a lot of work, and it will definitely challenge me in ways that I can't even imagine right now. But it also creates this excitement because of the opportunities that it can open up for me to connect with you, my listeners, and the ideas and things that we're going to be able to work on together. So here we go. We all face challenges in our lives, but I think one of the biggest challenges is knowing what we want. And there are plenty of reasons why we struggle to know what we want. And you would think that something like this wouldn't be so challenging. But why is it so challenging? I think there are a number of reasons. But I think probably the first and most important one is that we've been told our whole lives by our parents, siblings, friends, teachers, churches, and society as a whole what we're supposed to want. And taking the time and effort to know what we want is something they don't really teach us. We just assume that we'll know what we want. And there are all kinds of forces that influence us of what to believe and what to feel is acceptable to want. And every culture has lots of biases about what is acceptable. I mean, in some cultures, doctors are held in very high esteem, whereas others maybe look down on artists. Others may consider being a farmer much more important than being a banker. There are all kinds of explicit and implicit messages about what we should want and what is acceptable and unacceptable. But... Most of these are things that don't matter. These are things that are outside of our control. And if we're choosing what we want based upon what society or religion or family tell us, then we're choosing things based upon the opinion of others. Religious influence can also have a very big impact on what is acceptable. So in my own case, there was such a big push to get married and have kids that the thought of becoming a musician or an actor was downright scary because I was afraid that I couldn't provide for a family while working in such an unpredictable industry. With those that are closest to us, especially family, there's a lot of pressure to conform to what they want for us. And to go against what they expect from us is scary and often downright terrifying. Families have such an outsized influence on the careers that we choose, the people we marry, and the values that we hold, which can make it challenging when we know that 
they might disapprove of the things that we really want in our lives. Now, these are all powerful forces, and to seize the rudder of our ship and to chart our own course can feel overwhelming. There's strong currents pulling us all different ways, and if we don't have a clear destination in mind, then we just go where these currents take us. But there is a way that we can figure out where we want to go amidst all the noise and chaos. We slow down, we tune out the noise, and we listen. Listen to what? Listen to the sound of your breath and the rhythm of your heartbeat. You pay attention to the thoughts in your mind. And when you do this, you hear what your mind and your heart truly want. You become aware of your actions in everyday life. You notice the things that get you excited and the things that sap your energy. Now the truth is, I think most of us know what we want. But to say it out loud is scary and exciting. And do you know why it's scary and exciting? Because fear and excitement feel the same. If what you want scares you, that's great because it means that it's exciting, it's thrilling. It means that it's something that you can't imagine yourself doing because to imagine yourself doing it feels like betraying everything you were told to believe about yourself. So, will you succeed? Will you be great? Who knows? Does it matter? To be honest, no. What matters is that it's your dream and that every day you work towards your dream is a day that you feel more alive. Every day you spend working on someone else's dream is a day that you're not really living. This is why the Stoics implore us with memento mori, to consider our mortality so that we can distill down our days to what really matters, that we can look at each day and the actions that we take and ask, if today were my last day, would I still do this? To take that rudder and to steer your course towards your destination, your dream, is to take responsibility for your life. There are all kinds of external forces that don't want you to follow your dream. And the thing is, you can't control those. And that's okay, because it means that those are things that you can let go of. And just think of how much energy you save because you can let go of trying to control those things. For example, you can let go of worrying about what others think because you have no control over that. What you can control is your mind, your choices, and your actions. Now, when you try to know what you want, your brain is going to put up all kinds of resistance. You'll find yourself second-guessing yourself. You'll try to talk yourself out of it because it seems like it's impossible or ridiculous or stupid or whatever kind of chatter that goes on in your head. And this is completely normal. Your brain is trying to protect you. The fear of pursuing your dream and failing is very, very powerful, and it has stopped plenty of us from stepping up and owning our dream. The way that you work through this resistance is to imagine what it would feel like if you lived in a perfect world where nothing could stand in your way, and that you could easily move past every challenge that presented itself. What would that feel like? What would that look like? Can you see yourself doing it? Imagine it in as clear a way as possible. I mean, like 4K video clears so that every time you think about it, that there's no doubt what your dream looks like. If you leave it vague, it makes it very challenging to get what you want. Things like, I want to work for myself or I want to work in medicine. Well, those leave things too up in the air. And the more clear and detailed you can be, the more likely you are to make plans to go after what you want. Now, knowing what you want is also scary because it can lead to a lot of big changes in your life. When we truly know what we want, we will often bury these desires because if we went after them, it could mean a lot of changes in our lives. 
we'll do other things to distract us because we may not be ready for those changes. For example, if we decide that the career that we have doesn't suit us anymore and we want to go after something else, that can mean a complete change of lifestyle. It can mean that we make a lot less money and that we have to downsize the house that we live in. It can change our whole circle of friends. And maybe some of these changes aren't necessarily career-related, but personal-related, such as relationships. Maybe you want to get married, or maybe you want to get divorced. Maybe you want to cut ties with friends or family that are damaging to you. These are all things that you may want, but you are afraid to do because it can mean tremendous changes in your life and living situation. But remember, life is always in constant flux, and that as much as we might want it, things are never going to stay the same. We should be willing to not only accept change, but embrace it and to guide it in ways that benefit us. Think about it this way. If you wanted to be a veterinarian, it's going to take years of schooling and lots of hard work. But the thing is, is that that time is going to pass you by anyway. And at the end of that time, if you would spend it in school, you'll come out doing what you love. Another reason why we may be afraid to go after what we want is because we feel like we're too old to change. And I disagree with this. We can choose to make changes at any age. So Albert Schweitzer was an accomplished musician and clergyman in the early 1900s and could have easily spent the rest of his life in a comfortable position within the Lutheran Church. Now at the age of 30, which now seems kind of young, but then was fairly old, he decided he wanted to be a medical missionary. He went to medical school with little knowledge or aptitude for medicine, and after seven years of school, he finished with a medical degree and went to serve the people of Gabon, Africa, at his own expense. He would spend the rest of his days working to build a hospital in Gabon and speaking out against colonialism. Now, if you're struggling with this, if you're struggling to know what you want, the first step of knowing what we want is just to accept that it's okay to know what you want. You don't have to do anything about it right now. Just acknowledge that it's what you want. And if you're young, it's possible that you might know what you want, at least in the long run, because you don't have a lot of experience. And that's totally okay. Life is constantly changing, and you may want something at one phase in your life and want something completely different later on. So just because you make a choice now and go after what you want, it does not mean that you can't change your mind later on. You can always change your mind. And what served you in one part of your life may no longer work for you. Just because you pursue one path in your life does not mean that you have to continue down that path for the rest of your life. Tim Ferriss said, What we fear doing most is usually what we most need to do. Making the choice to pursue what you want is scary and challenging. And it should be. It means that you have to grow and step out of your comfort zone. It also usually means that it's worth it. Any dream or desire that is worth it will challenge you. You will doubt yourself along the way. You'll probably fail. And you will have down days and days where you just want to give up and days when you ask yourself why you ever wanted this thing in the first place. But you'll also find strength that you never knew you had. And you'll find allies and helpers and people that show up at just the right time to lend a hand. You may never actually achieve your goal, but living each day pursuing your dream to go after the things you want is a day that you have truly lived. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, 
Head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.